0: Hello, friends. It's Kelly Budnick. Hey, and Nicole Allen. And we're reporting. We're, we're, we're reporting. We're reporting live from our offices. Live on the scene. <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> we're recording a damn podcast. <laughs> oh, happy Monday. <laughs> That's true. I read something last night that we always record on Mondays, by the way. But I read something last night that was like. Monday doesn't have to be bad. Change your attitude. And I was like, damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Mondays are my day off. So they have shifted a little bit in my, like, they yeah. make me happy. I like Mondays because in the regular world, everybody leaves. And I get Monday to Me, so. <sighs> me too. Uh-huh. I can't wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's terrible to say I mean, the I- other day the kids all we're going to go to a movie or something. And and I go, oh my God, that means I'm going to be home alone. Yes! <laughs> and they all were like, we're going to try not to be offended. <laughs> don't be offended.
0: I love you, but you can leave sooner. <laughs> now, why don't you get lunch? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I still get extremely excited when no one's home but like they're not in my space really ever
1: (laughs) yeah it's very true it's very true there's something about just being able to like do exactly what I want to do without anyone fussing or needing and like I putz a lot like I will just kind of I will watch my show and then I will go to the kitchen and I will like start prepping something and i will kind of do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I don't know, it's nice to do by
0: yourself. It is, it is, it's true. Yeah. And I like knowing that no one's going to ask me for anything or uh, like, what can I have for lunch? Whatever you find or <laughs> <laughs> what's for dinner or can I do this? Or can I have this? Or whatever. Nobody's going to ask me for anything when I'm alone. It's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's incredibly true. Yeah. Can you hear the sound of my dogs trying to knock the door down and come in? No, I heard one oh, little
1: what? nothingness, but otherwise no.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, they really want in. I'm going to ignore them. They'll give up eventually. <laughs> Like our other children, they also yeah. will give up. Eventually. Yeah. At least when your children are gone, you don't have anybody <laughs> nagging you. I still have two dogs who are worse.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: I don't. It's great. <laughs> oh, you made the right decision. Um. Okay. So I need a report back from last week and the fun conversation. Have you had any fun?
1: So we have, I, I, Told the kids and Erin, I said, I'm really trying, (laughs) which in and of itself is hysterical. I'm really trying to figure out what are fun things that I like. (laughs) And I'm trying to have more fun. (laughs) And had just, like, patted me on the back and said, good job, Mom. That's good. That's good. Okay, thanks. Uh, So we went axe throwing. And that was very fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It was – I – kind of sucked at it at first, <laughs> uh, you know, where like it wouldn't stick and it just kept bouncing. And it was so like,
0: oh. yeah,
1: but uh, the person that worked there, the gal that worked there was very helpful. She's like, do you want me to give you some tips? Yes. Yeah. So um, that was a game changer. So Roz and I improved like with great measure. So uh, it, that was super fun. And I actually really do want to go do that again like with friends, girlfriends, whatever. Yes. Um, and like with my salon girlfriends and stuff like that. Like this is definitely one of those things I would want to remember. Similar to like the bowling lines or whatever. Like yeah. it's along those same lines of things that are just fun. You can go. It's not that expensive. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of exhilarating. So that was one.
0: Did you feel like you released some aggression too? Kind
1: of. Yeah. I felt kind of like a badass. Once once I figured it out and I like would stick, Mm -hmm. like that was fun. I was like, so then of (laughs) course I'm like, I'm going to beat you. Like I'm going to win. And of course I got clobbered because I sucked so bad in the beginning, but I kind of, want to go with Roz and just go have a couple like practice sesh times. And then I want to like shock them, like, like be the sneaker, you know, like, yes. Yes. And talent and be like, put some serious stuff on the line. Like I bet you all the dishes for the week or like (laughs) money or something. And then just kick their ass. Like it would be so fun. So, I have a little bit of a plan to do that. I, that's that's kind of my goal. Yeah. Uh, so we did that. And then also we have like a camping trip coming up, which I'm not sure if we're actually going to go camping because of fire season. And like now yeah, we yes. can't have campfires and what have you. So um, instead of completely giving up, which is sort of that first defense, we decided, I said, can we just make like day plans of like things that we can do, like water or something? Yeah. So we found one place that we've never been to <laughs> that is like a water like jump cliff jumping, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I really want to go tubing down the river. So we found like a good in and out point that's like good awesome. starter. So we're gonna do that, which I'm super excited about. Because my other like bucket listy kind of thing that I want to do is like water rafting or something. but Yes. That's not this time because yeah. I'm a noob. But I thought we'll dip our toe in it and kind of do at least a good little fun float.
0: Yes. Yeah. I like. So you're taking the family along on all of your fun plans so far.
1: Uh, so far. But it is something that's like, this is for it's me. It's for you. Yeah. You know, and it's because it's not that I need it to be alone either. Yeah. That's not necessarily fun. Like. Right. Sometimes it yes. is, but yeah. And I don't want to float on the river alone. That feels uh no. That feels a little dangerous for one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's not a lack of people that makes it fun for me. It's yeah. enjoying the people, but having it be something that I wanna do and not just something that I'm like, Oh, you wanna do it? So let's yes. this will be great. <laughs> Yes. Which you do a lot of too, and I, I'm a happy participant, but it's kind of fun to have be a little bit of the driver of like, no, this is something I want to do. Yeah. So
0: I like it. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Um I have not had much fun. But it's busy around here. Yeah. In my defense, I have thoughts and ideas. I've not had a ton of fun. I did realize that. Like you're saying, I don't have to be alone for it to be fun. And I don't know if this is breaking the rules, but for me, it feels like creating fun experiences for my family and all that is fun to me.
1: (laughs) No, it is. It is. And to see everybody be so happy. I think the shift for me that I would encourage as well For us, parents is to create the fun, but also allow ourselves to really be in the moment to also be a participant in it and not just an observer. Because I think that's the thing that we tend towards is we create these opportunities and then we're like back here just observing it rather than like
0: in the thick of it. Yes, very true. That is exactly exactly right um so I did have a day where I just I woke up and I was like there's this Hawaiian shaved ice place that like a food truck type place that's all over and I've been tracking it for a few weeks shave ice is like my favorite it's It's so good so good (laughs) and it's so hard to find yes (laughs) so at least over here so um It was going to be like not far away at all. So Thursday, our house cleaners were here. So we have to leave. So that's always fun. And usually I like go grocery shopping and run errands. But I was like, nope. Ellie and I were going to go get Manny Petty. And Jordan was like, well, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, do you want to come get a pedicure? He was like, yeah. So (laughs) that's awesome. so cute. He got his first pedicure. It was adorable. And I don't care what anybody says. Watching him get that pedicure. Was freaking fun for me. It I was love it. so enjoyable. Um, and then, well, first we got lunch. Then we did that, and then I took them to the shaved ice place. We all love it, Ugh. and it was it surprised them because there's none. Like it's so hard to find. So they were so surprised and like kids again at the ice cream man. It was so cute. Um, and I, it was a very fun for me. Anyway. I'm still discovering, like how I. For me, I feel like I need to have some alone fun or play. Um, So I'm still on that journey, whatever. But I did. You see this? Ooh! When I got, I don't usually get a manicure, but it's already chipping. Whatever. When I did, I got like this bright, fun color that I would normally never get. To remind me that I am endeavoring to seek out fun, <sighs> these are the things I have to do in hey, my brain.
1: Whatever it takes, I'm in.
0: Good job. That's right. So that's where we're at. But it's definitely something every single day it's on my mind, which I'm really, it's good for me. Yeah. I need to chill the fuck out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you.
1: Mm. Mm. That was one Noah told me recently. He's like, "Wow, Mom, you've really like loosened up in the old language department." <laughs> like, shit.
0: <laughs> mm. Mm. Older kids, man. We can Honestly, do it. yes. I we already know their bit. mouths are worse than ours, so it's oh. not like we're. God, I know
1: sometimes we had to have the talk of, um, which I remember having even with myself at some point when I was like just out of high school or just right at the end, um, which is okay, if you use the F word so frequently that it has no meaning, (laughs) it's too much. Like, pull back. Yes. Be smarter. Use other words.
0: Yes, because you want
1: it, a, You want that to retain its power. Yes, a well placed, like a well placed f bomb, occasionally. Yeah. Mm. Nothing it's like necessary it. and so good and so good fits. So you know, sometimes you gotta pull back. Yes. Use other words. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we do occasionally have that conversation.
0: Okay.
1: It's losing some meaning here, y'all.
0: Yes. I'm also always reminding, like, don't get into such a habit that you're in the grocery store spouting them off and some lady and her three-year-old are there and she hates yes. you. Like, yes, not. Yep. We so have comfortable. To, yes. We got
1: to keep our filters still yeah. functioning. Yeah. Same. I occasionally do <laughs> at work. It is true. Noah's not wrong. Occasionally, I'm like, I really should probably reel it back just a little bit. Like I'm not like screaming anything or anything, but like more and more, even with my you know different walks of life clients,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm
1: just like, and I'll say it with a little like, uh, but I'll <laughs> still say it. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes it's just a, you know,
0: and it's I'll, like the. Back in the day, when people would say something and be like, Pardon my (laughs) French.
1: I will, I will, I'll kind of be like, Oh, sorry about that. (laughs) And then they'll say, It's okay, I talk like a trucker too. And so then I was like, (laughs) Here's your sign, Nicole. It might be time. It might be time to have a little more edit. (laughs) It's part of my charm, potentially.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So anywho. <laughs> Do you have any tattoos? I don't, but we um we actually have a family tattoo that we want to get. Yes. That I want to get. Yeah. Uh so we I don't have any I've always wanted at least something, but it was like I could never settle on what I wanted for like ever. Yeah. So I never got anything. And then, you know, we had a long stint of like, it was way too poor for that. And even yes. now I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Sometimes when people show me like, I got this tattoo and it cost $400 and I look at it and it's like that big. I, uh, I struggle. I struggle with the idea yeah. of spending,
0: you know, so yes.
1: crazy amount of money on that.
0: I know that's a tough one for me too. The, where do I want it? That I want it to be. The, I have one that I got when I was 18. That is awful and um I so now I'm very mindful of <laughs> yes. where will it continue? I was gonna to say look the, good. That's right. The location matters. I
1: do use you <laughs> as an example because I know it's one. And I do tell people like, not people, but like the kids. Yes. I was like,
0: you know. Yes. It is I, a wonderful cautionary tale that I will show my children regularly. Like, remember? Yeah. Don't do that. <sighs>
1: So I had a guy that I was friends with that was a couple of years older who got the lake that he lived by, like tattooed around his belly button. And the joke over time was the lake became an ocean <laughs> and then the ocean shrunk back towards lake ish, but it was never quite the same. So, you know,
0: it can happen to guys too. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But more so, if it's in a place where when you're pregnant, your belly yeah. is 10 times its size, right? never, never goes back. No,
1: no. <laughs> or God yeah. forbid, then if you have like a C-section
0: or some other like surgery or something. <laughs> like... Or just stretch marks. I right, mean, right. Stretch marks so many things anyway we are way off topic (laughs) i am planning a new tattoo ellie and i are getting mother-daughter tattoos and then i would also like one of my own and then we also have a family tattoo in mine. so what i'm saying is i need to get a job to afford all this because (laughs) uh, that is also my hang up like holy shit this is a lot of money yeah so yeah (sighs) <sighs> yeah,
1: mm. it it it'll be fun though. I'm excited to hear about the family yes.
0: chat. Yeah, we're still working on that. Um, but I that is one of my like for fun things for me. That is a very fun thing. So yeah, yeah. We'll see when that happens. It's not. I'm I'm putting a child into college and buying all, all- new furnishings. Mm. All new things yes. I feel very poor right now oh my and I have to buy a new car oh my god anyway yeah mm-hmm uh-huh. glad that's be cool. with you <laughs> thank you thank you very much right? <laughs> yeah. if it's not so one thing it's another here. Mm-hmm. oh my god yes yeah
1: okay well that's good okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, so we were talking about this, of course, another podcast. I did or, not
0: give you a good segue. Sorry. You're fine.
1: No, it's totally fine. <laughs> We've been talking about parenting and I had listened to a podcast. It was like a Joe Rogan podcast, a particular episode with a guy named Jonathan Haidt, who's written several books and he's like us social researcher and all of this kind of stuff. And it was kind of talking about a lot of topics, but about um, fragility in our kids. And I shared that with you and you listened this week, mm-hmm. yeah. um,
0: even though he had all the mouth noises. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot even tell you. I forget people don't watch this. Like now that we record our video of this, I forget they can't see my face. So I'm going to, for those of you who don't watch the video, explain my face of pure and utter disgust. <laughs> you know, you're on a podcast. Take a drink of water Please. or something. <laughs> but now it's I'm true. so
1: self conscious. Like, oh. I feel that. I feel that. Like any sniffle, I'm like, there, I did it
0: again. No, like sniffle, even breathing. I'm fine with that. And maybe I. I don't generally have a problem with people's chewing noises and stuff. Like, I don't have whatever that is. But the mouth, like, hearing the spit or lack thereof in every single syllable. Mm. It's
1: just too much.
0: Too well, sh- much.
1: You fought through it like a champ and well, listened anyway. Fast
0: forwarded to only the important part. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was fascinating and I'm glad that you did listen to it because I've been wanting to talk about it and I feel like all of my core clients, um, I've been talking about it and I'm like, (laughs) like getting their thoughts and feedback and, you know, some of it, like even when Aaron had listened, he listened to it first and he said, I'm not even sure if I agree with all of it, but it was just certainly at least interesting and something to consider and think about and, you know, kind of ruminate on. And so...
0: Yes. I wanted
1: to talk a little bit about it because one of the things that I appreciated, he, um, you know, first of all had said uh, is just sort of that our kids, we often, we've kind of gotten into this place that we as parents, we treat them like they're wine glasses. They're super Mm -hmm. fragile. If they tip Mm -hmm. over, they're going to shatter. And he said, and the reality is they're actually sippy cups. They are durable, they are capable, but we have to give them the opportunity for them to know it about themselves too, right? And so that means that we can't be that, that snowplow parent where they never experience hardship or they never feel pushback or failure or even the risk of,
0: you
1: know, failure uh, because then what happens to them is they do believe that about themselves that they're really fragile mm-hmm. and they then don't have any skill sets of right. being capable and knowing, you know, that I can figure it out and knowing how to ask questions and pursue um, solutions and take it kind of upon themselves to do that. Like they just don't necessarily have that. and. And lo and behold, our kid's generation is the most anxious, the most depressed Mm -hmm. than any other previous. And and it's gone into even self-harm and all sorts of things, um, you know, uh, of rates that have just skyrocketed comparatively. Mm -hmm. And it's not the kind of thing that's going to just naturally self-correct. Right. It, it is the kind of thing that as parents that we have to look at. Um, and one of the things he said is, you know, certainly social media is a major factor in that, especially mm-hmm. at certain ages where they're very vulnerable, like that middle school time. Yeah. Um, social media is literally like, if you could think of the most perfect setup for traumatizing and like, Gosh. you know, bullying yeah. and all of that stuff, like, like hurting their self image and all of those kinds of things. Like it's literally the most perfect thing to do that. Um, And then on top of that, just sort of saying like, you know, some of this really came as sort of an overcorrection to when we were kids of, you know, the eighties came in. And I remember being in like first grade and it was totally true. Like there was sort of this age of innocence. And then you started hearing about these like horrific abductions, yeah. um, and disappearances. And suddenly that became more prevalent in the news where you hear about it more. And it, my mom even describes it as sort of the, that, that point where it felt like innocence was lost yeah. and, and all of a sudden, you know, that was the fear. And so then we started over the next two decades, um, kids lost free play and yeah. that ability to, to do and have these opportunities to um, explore the bounds and be independent and, you know, have these capabilities, whether it's riding your bike to the, to the corner market or, you know, to the um, playground and, you know, the whole like come yeah. back when the street lights turn on, you know, at mm-hmm. night or whatever, like suddenly that was gone. That's not safe. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't really any thing in between. Yeah. And so to me, it just kind of got me thinking of like, okay, I know that the world is a different place than it was back then. Mm -hmm. And so, in some ways, yeah, you can't totally do those. It's not like you can pretend none of the things exist the way they do. But what can we do? How can we give our kids opportunity to grow and To have some free play brought back in, yeah, um, or to teach them capable, you know, that they are capable and that they're not fragile and those kinds of things. So, anyway, just as a summary, it was just kind of an interesting, yeah, thing to
0: consider. Yes, so interesting and so, um, just. I'm trying to put into words. I feel like at this, well, even yesterday I put some meme or whatever on my Instagram of like the fun thing about having teenagers is questioning every parenting choice you have ever made. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, it's, been shared a ton of times like by people I don't know on my Instagram I just noticed this morning I was like wow that's but I think right now at this stage of parenthood for me especially with Ellie moving out and like seeing her fears and the things of going out into the big world and you know watching my kids I'm I'm seeing and evaluating exactly this what did I give them did I give her enough of this confidence or, you know, this, did I instill enough or did we, that she's going to be okay. I know she is, but she doesn't know she is. And that's the thing, and, right? Yes. Sorry. No, no, that's yay. Yeah. <laughs> that no, that's exactly the thing. Yes. That that is
1: exactly the thing is it's not that they aren't capable, but it's like, they don't have that confidence That they are, you know, there's that second guessing or even a like, I don't know, how
0: do Mm -hmm. you know
1: what to do or how to, you know, because I I mean, when I think back, it's not like we knew all of the things. I mean, Mm -hmm. I remember being 19 and living in Spokane when my parents lived in the Midwest and then calling one day and saying, oh, our car insurance actually is dropping you because you live in another state. You're going to have to get insurance and you've got, oh, you know, 24 hours. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. And I had to, because I was from out of state, I had to get an in-state license. I had to find an insurance company and I had to get that all set up in 24 hours. And it was bananas. And this was before the internet, thank you very much. Right. So I'm literally like yellow paging trying to figure this out and asking people, okay, who do I go to? How do I do this? What do I, where do I, you know, and have to like physically go in there and say like, okay, this is the situation. I don't know what to do. And they had to give me the like, okay, you're going to ask you this and that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I... So all of that to say, it's not as if we just had all of the skills, right. but it was like, okay, okay, let's figure it out. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and I... I
0: no, ahead. sorry. I don't know if you feel like this. When we were talking before, I, I made the comment of, I've realized I parent my kids with what I needed rather than what they need. Like what mm-hmm. I... Mm-hmm that is what has caused me to go way the opposite direction of what I feel like could have helped instill some of that confidence was at 18. Like my parents were very much the you're 18. You're on your own. Right. Like, I kept you alive till this point. Good luck. Happy trails. Right. And <laughs> possibly because I was such an like incredibly big shithead and they were like, we're done with you. I don't know. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I then was in the world, like, these things, this feelings of, like, I have to figure out this and this and this and this and this. And also, oh, by the way, I'm in a cult. So there's all of that. Right. right? Um, but I felt so alone and clueless and scared and without the resources to know how to do some of these big things and so I have never wanted my kids to feel that one single second Mm -hmm. of their life and probably went overboard in doing every little thing and not giving them the opportunities to build that confidence and these last few years have been a major correction for Jim and I of like right oh shit we gotta that's not gonna work like right right (laughs) Yes. we have to start building those skills for the helping them build those skills. So they do have the confidence in their knowledge, especially for Elle. It's different with Jordan. You know, there's all kinds of, of course, everybody's, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that so not to go off on a major tangent or anything, but I think part of part of the reason that as parents, we have sheltered our kids so much is because we felt too exposed mm-hmm. or too <sighs> on our own, I think. Yep. And we overcorrected.
1: Yep. Yep. And I would agree with that. I see that in myself for sure. And in some ways, I, I guess I was, tra- I, I was, my mom still says, well, you were just super capable. You know, there was a point where like, she's a wonderful woman, but, and not but And when, yes, yeah. I was sixteen. We lived in North Carolina. None of our family lived there. We li- had moved there for my dad's job, and they, for I think a work trip, went to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And she, like I, stayed home with my two brothers who were in first and second grade or kindergarten and first grade. It was one of those. At sixteen, for over a week, yep, alone. Yep. And on top of it, she said, oh, well, here's my debit card. I didn't really do any grocery shopping. <laughs> so I'm responsible for these very small children at 16. Yeah. Well, they are not even on, they're on an island. Yeah. Like far away. Yep. Not even just a, like, well, we're two hours away. We can always come back if there's an emergency. I mean, right. we like way far away. And, and also no family no family around and I just now I'm like
0: what were you thinking oh my
1: god yeah right and I was a good kid like I was and I was Mm -hmm. capable but I also remember I would because they also would say at different times well if something happened to us and we died our will is that you take take the boys which is so sweet and on one hand it's like oh you really trust me that's amazing but yeah. I used to stay up late at night crying, like, oh, God, please don't let them die yet. I'm not ready for that. Yes. Like, and, and at 16, 17, you know, and especially once I turned 18, I thought, okay. like." Yeah. And so thank God they've been healthy and good and everyone's <laughs> grown and it's fine. But yes. it is amazing. At, like, yes. I had so much responsibility. Yeah. And, and even to this day, she's like, well, you just, you were really responsible. Like, <laughs> yeah. so when it came on the other side of that with our kids and especially with our oldest, I remember thinking I'm not going to make them be the, the other parent, you know, right. and I want to be really careful, um, not to put too much responsibility, like more than, than is appropriate, yeah. which we didn't always, of course, didn't always dance that line well. I mean, I think sure. uh, one way or the other, you're overcorrecting or undercorrecting and yes, whatever based on overwhelm or what have you. but yes. and it'd be interesting to hear what his perspective is, yeah, um, but because I think in some ways, you know he still had a lot of responsibility and he's a responsible kid. but um on the other side of that, You know, I always felt like that was at least ever present in and how we're parenting was sort of that correcting. Like you said, what I had, my experience was and not wanting to repeat all of those parts. Right. Um, And then it comes to that when they start getting to those older areas that all of a sudden you go, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know how to whatever. Right. Like, so Jay, who's. Uh, last year, he cleaned the bathroom more than he'd ever cleaned it in his whole life. <laughs> like, <laughs> every time I was like, you're on bathroom duty. Because yeah. he's like, well, I mean, I know how to, I just suck at it, so I'm probably not ever gonna. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, no. So I just kept making him clean the bathroom and kept making him I clean the it. bathroom. Because I was like, you're going to be at least decent at this. I don't want whoever you're with to hate my guts. Yeah. <laughs> so we just Suddenly, had like crash course level of you know yeah. trying to like catch up certain parts, and um, uh, yeah, and, and but also teaching, it, you're not going to be able to teach every last life skill, yeah, right? Like there's going to be something we never covered, or that never came up, or that we could have anticipated. Yeah, but we, I started trying to focus on how to find information. Yes. So, Like anytime car stuff would happen, it was like, hey, your car needs an oil change. I want you. This is where you go. I want you to make the appointment or I want you to take it. You know, there's a weird noise. Okay, let's go out together and I'm going to teach you. You're going to first, you're going to walk around and you're going to Google it. Because I said the Google has a lot of information. Oh, man. Right? So I'm trying to keep reiterating. Same with the other kids. You know, it's like, well, I don't know. How do you how do you know, whatever. And I'm like, did you look it up?
0: Yeah. Let's start yeah. with that. It's so incredible. But I also am on the other side. Like yesterday we took Elle to um, the town she'll be living in and going to school and is about an hour away. So I was like, and she moves, we move around on Saturday. So I'm like, okay, <gasps> we're going to spend a day in this town and um get your bearings. like we're gonna pull up to your apartment dorm thing and then from there where do you go to the grocery store then come back where's the hospital then come back where's you know job. whatever thing and but <laughs> we're doing it and the whole time she just googles closest grocery store and it step by steps her exactly you know turn by turn how she's gonna get there or whatever and i'm like this was pointless. Like I, it wasn't because I wanted her to be familiar with it. I wanted her to walk through it first, but I'm thinking anything she needs to know. Siri is going to tell her. It was just so um, like a shift. Like, it's not like back in the day when it would have been me and I am like, if you even have the opportunity to maybe map quest it, I don't know when that started, but it was after high school. Absolutely. So, you know, you have this paper of directions that hopefully worked, but now that is not a factor at all. Yes.
1: So it's true. Here's the only thing that I will say that I think is super still important about doing that. Um, I had an aha because so Ross is terrible with directions. Like, God love her. She's the sweetest thing. And she's amazing (laughs) in so many areas. But I, it's like, holy moly, how are you this bad at directions? And she second guesses herself. So even utilizing Siri, she's like, but, but I, um, I wasn't sure. Like, did they mean like, you know, and so suddenly like, oh,
0: you've missed your turn. And then it's recalculating. And then she's panicking. And so. I do remember that feeling when I first started using Nav. Yes. Yes.
1: So we had to still work on some of that. Okay, you're going to pull up, you know, into this parking lot or or pull off to the side and let it recalculate or whatever. But I realized as I was talking, again, I get a lot of things figured out when I talk with my clients, (laughs) but um, I realized our kids have always had devices Mm -hmm. of some form. So when we are driving from here to there, mm-hmm. they're on their device. Yes. So they don't have basic like landmarks even. Oh, well, you take a ride at the yellow house or that right. one gas station. Like when I will use that as the, well, you know, they'll yeah. go, uh, uh-huh. I don't actually. Yeah. The exception is Noah because he's actually on the other end of the spectrum. He's super good at directions, but he also pays attention. Yeah. So I think that's a big factor. Yeah. So what I had to start doing with Roz even is like, cause she would have these panic moments. She'd drive and she's a good driver. But again, like if something went off course, yeah. it would be that like, <laughs> so we had to literally say, okay, you're going to map it. Then you're going to look at it. And do you see on the map? It says ACE hardware is right next to you. Now look up with your eyeballs. <laughs> look out the windows Do you see Ace Hardware? Oh, yeah, it's there. Okay. So now you can see on the map where you are and you see here. Oh, yep, that lines up. And you can see that's where that road is right here. And had to really, like, basic, like, double check with your actual eyeballs in the real world. (laughs) But it was really helpful. And it made a big difference, which sounds Really stupid, but honestly, it was no. it was necessary. Yes, and start well, teaching that way. Even okay, notice the this. What are your landmarks? You yeah. know,
0: yeah. Connect some of those dots. Connecting the dots, exactly. Yeah.
1: Okay, for you know this road. If you keep going, is where you go to your friend's house, or this one yeah. is how you get to school, and you know, I don't know. Like, I think that's important, and yeah it is some of the stuff that gets lost yes, because of the technology.
0: Yeah. I think Elle especially has pretty good confidence. Like she's pretty confident as far as practical things. Like this last week she had a doctor's appointment. I was like, okay, I'm I'll go in with you, but here's the entrance card. You do it. I'll be there for backup. But, and she's like, I got this. I've checked in a million times and she did. She had it. She, until it came time for the copay, And then she's like, what do I do? Oh, yep. Yep. That sounds right. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like practically speaking, hundred percent, she's confident. I'm confident in her where I see it in her is the emotional confidence, which was the other side of, of even that, that podcast that we were, that we listened to. Yeah. Um, and obviously she's had trauma and mental health issues and things like that, that probably for her make it a little more challenging, that emotional confidence. And that's the thing she's most scared of in leaving even, mm-hmm. you know, like, but what if I'm having a bad day? What if I forget my tools? What if I da, da 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 da? you won't be there to pick up on the signs and you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, nah, you've got this, like right. you ignore me already now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But just reminding her of that, like, no, you've, you've done, you've got, you've done the work, you've got the skills, you will make the choice to remember them, you'll be fine. But if we hadn't have had the last couple of years of constant therapy and building those skills, and she was going out into the world, whole baby, what would be happening right now, you know? Yeah. So as parents... I do feel like there is um, we have this responsibility to be instilling and helping them discover those skills. And speaking for myself, I just read this article on um, emotional neglect and how our parents, because of the way they were parented, they were the silent generation, you know, parented by the silent generation, the be seen and not heard right. kids. A very big disconnect of emotional intelligence. They were parented, you know, that way. They had no emotional intelligence, so parented us definitely that way. Yep. And um and the the author of this article calls it emotional neglect. And what is my point? No idea. Um anyway, I I've just been realizing like that generational emotional neglect or not having that emotional intelligence that is a real problem Mm -hmm. that um generationally both i feel like in our home at least jim and i are working really hard to develop that emotional intelligence especially me he doesn't have he doesn't have near the issues i do but (laughs) like I'm really working on that to, to know how am I feeling? What do I do with this feeling? You know, all of that. Mm-hmm. And I sure as shit didn't teach my kids that we've had to do that these last couple of years, like since we've been aware of it. And honestly, if we hadn't have had some of the things with Ellie that we've had, I don't know that we would have had a reason right. to be aware of that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and to start building those skills. So it would be very terrifying for her to be leaving our house right now because she didn't have emotional intelligence instilled in her until there was a big need because right. I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is so not on topic. I'm sorry. But well, but it is though, because that's the other part of it, right? Like
1: there's practical and then there's the emotional and the communication and yes, you know, there, it's so many layers and levels of all of that. And I mean, I feel like we're, it's, it's part of the job, right? Like it comes, yeah. it's not like one conversation. Okay, good.
0: Yeah, you got it.
1: Good. You're good. Now go. You're good. Good <laughs> luck, you know, but like over and over. And yeah, you know, even in times, um, we just had a big talk with Noah about something of that nature and he was frustrated, but he did not want to talk about it. He's like, it's yeah. fine. It's whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, we're going to talk about it because, you know, it, yes, it might not change the end result as far as our parenting decision or what have you that you're frustrated by. Right. But you communicating what you're actually feeling about it, because clearly you're mad and you don't want to say it. Like it's important for you to be able to verbalize that. Yeah. And again, it doesn't mean that like, oh, well. Now that you've said that. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, it can shift and sure. sometimes I can own my own screwed up way of getting there or whatever too. Yeah. Um which I think is also important. But but also just to have the skill set of like, mm, you don't get to just shut down because you're mad right. and just stuff it. Like Right. You're going to have to figure out a healthy way to be able to express it. Um because the people in your life as you get older are going to need that. Like It's okay to be mad, but you also are going to have to be able to say that sometimes. Like, yes, that's just important, you know. Yeah. And so, trying to teach that along the way, so that you know, (laughs) hopefully they'll have more of those abilities. (laughs) And everybody's so different, right? I've got two. Well, Jay, who's super verbal, super um, forward, wants to talk. He's a verbal processor. It's all out there. Roz can once she's, you know, once she's in that mode, but she can also be kind of a buttoned up personality. But once we kind of, you know, pull on the string a little bit, then we'll get there. <coughs> and Noah, in in a lot of ways, he's emotional, but especially if it's uncomfortable, he'd rather not. Yeah. And just figure like, I'll get over it or whatever. Yeah. Um And so kind of having to parent each of them individually in their needs. You know, I I mean, it's, it's, of course it's a, it's the game. It's the whole, it's the whole kit and caboodle. Yep. (laughs) But it's interesting because, you know, they each have things that they're stronger at and each they have areas. And it's been helpful as we've had more words to be able to speak to some of those things. Again, the Enneagram has actually really helped in some of that knowing their pensions and their tendencies um, to have more words for that too has been super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's trying to give them the tools, right? Cause yeah. again, it's, we're not going to know all the things they're going to come up against, but being able to try to help them have more um, knowledge of how capable they really are. Yeah. You know, Uh, The other one that I thought was interesting, which I just want to touch on, not because I want to go into even super strong, but was the bully thing. Yes. Um, Because I think there's something important about being able to teach our kids the difference. Um, Again, in that kind of category of overcorrection, right? It seems now everything's a bully. Everybody's, a you know, um, if you're mean, they're a bully. If it was hard or they were, insensitive. They're a bully. Um, and one of the things he was saying is, you know, a bully, I wrote it down because I thought it was interesting. The definition, um, of a bully is somebody that habitually seeks to harm or intimidate, right? It's pointed, it's specific to a person. Um, and it's over and over and over. And the difference, differentiating between that and just an asshole, right? Like <laughs> yes. Some people are just mean. Some, yes. some people are just having a shitty day and they were being a dick in the moment. Yes. Um. And some people, like I said, some people are just a jerk uh, and it's not specific to you. It's yeah. just they're maybe just hurting or they're whatever. And so to be yeah. able to differentiate for our kids to build a little bit of that ability in them to differentiate, to have a, a thicker skin mm-hmm. um, and certainly not to say like put up with it, but to be able to be like, yeah, you know what? That guy's kind of a jerk and he's not my friend. And I'm, yeah. I'm not interested in being friends with people like that. Yeah, is okay and good to be able to say and know or to call somebody on it. It's not that you just, get treated like crap. I think to be able to say like, you're kind of in a dick is important as they get older or the kid, more kid version, you know, but to be able to know the difference between they're having a bad day versus they're a bully and it's all personal, you know, because of course, There are bullies and there are people that it is and it's serious and we want to deal with that when it is. Yeah. But everybody that's mean isn't and anybody that's having a a shit day or whatever, a one time, what have you does not equal the same. And to be able to teach our kids how to differentiate and even um, the difference of being able to say you know, yeah, he changed. He was really mean all of a sudden. I remember my kids at one point, um, a couple of them said, yeah, this one used to be my friend, but now he's being a jerk. And then I asked him a couple of questions and he said, Noah said, um, again, when he was little, he goes, I remember he said, though, home too, that I think his parents are getting divorced. Hmm. And all of a sudden I said, gosh, that would be really hard, wouldn't it? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably why he's really sad. And so he's kind of being mean to everybody yeah. um, because he's that would be really hard. And I, you know, and so it was like it was so good for him to yeah. be able to kind of delve through and weed through and go, oh, okay, maybe I can just still give him a little extra room. Not that yeah. I'm gonna be taking no crap, but at the <laughs> <Yeah>. same time, <laughs> understanding, you know, it doesn't mean that he's all of a sudden a bad kid. Maybe yeah. he's just hurting, you know, yeah. and so it's just an interesting thing to me, at least it was a like, yeah, that's an important differential yes. to also have teacher kids
0: yes. at different
1: eras and stages and to their own yeah. maturity levels and what right. too. Right. Anyway. And some of that overcorrection, right? It speaks to the same, like, yeah. Meanness is not allowed at all, and so
0: everybody's a bully if they're mean, you know. But it's like, oh, okay. Yes. We've lost some nuance. Yeah. Well, and and there's just so much polarity. There's so in in society in general right now, but in over the years, looking back, there and it is that that overcorrecting. And I feel like our generation those who are in this stage of life that we are in right now, um, we're a very corrective (laughs) generation. Like, yes, we, for whatever reason, and, and I'm sure most generations are this way, but it feels very extreme in ours of, there were so many things we were like, not doing that. I am not doing that. Yep. Um, and so, we do lose a little bit of the, the nuance and it's just all of it. It's, it's Mm -hmm. none of that worked. Get rid of all of it. Throw the baby out with the bathwater. We're completely changing things. And I do see that a lot in with bullying with, um, you know, education in general, like, Mm -hmm. or, or, or just having our kids back. Like, I feel like, a lot of people I know felt like our parents didn't really have our back. We were on our own. And so right. now we got our kids back too much. We do yeah. not give them the capacity. Mm-hmm. We, we don't even give them the space to develop the capacity for self-esteem, for um, emotional intelligence, for knowledge, for whatever. We got it for them. Don't you worry. We won't let the bullies get you. We won't let the, you know, yes. all the things. Yeah. And so I think that we are seeing at this stage and, and I, I hate the like negativity of like, everybody gets a trophy and da da. da. So, so now we're at a place of polarity where there are the people who um, are the helicopter parents or the bulldozer parents or whatever. And then we have the people who are still like, I survived. I'm just fine. You know, yes. that and, and that is coming up against each other. So mm-hmm. our kids are caught in the crossfire. They are. Of so much, I feel yeah. like. Um, and add on top of that, that they are navigating a world that we never had to navigate in social yep. media and all of these things. We don't know how to help make it the most healthy way. We have no freaking clue. Yep. And so these poor babies like (laughs) yeah
1: yeah well and I think it too it's the it's the loss of nuance right like in so many areas but it's like okay I don't think it is one or the other I think it's somewhere in that gray right like it's gotta be and so I mean and it's true in education I mean how many times and back when early days right you got an f or a bad grade I mean your parents were like well what'd you do?" Clearly yep. you screwed up yeah, and you know, and you had to figure it out. Um, and now it's so funny because I mean, it's not in some ways, but like parents will email the teachers and say, how dare you give my child that grade? You need to change it. And it's like automatically the way other direction where it's like, Oh, okay, hold on. Yeah. Like, um, I think, you know, what we have tried to do, in that way, as an example, is say, well, you better contact your teacher. Yeah, you need to, you know, see what they have to say, set up a meeting or send an an email, what have you. And then if you've tried multiple times, and it's going nowhere, as far as they're not responding, or they're being jerky, or what have you, then I'm happy Mm -hmm. to step in and help. But I'm not going to be the first one. Yeah. In that you've got to figure out and like take some responsibility and sometimes even that means okay this is what Noah is telling me has been the situation yes. what's your perspective so yes. I'm not going to automatically jump to you know you're just a crap teacher because yeah it exists you know sometimes yeah. but I'm also They're not, not there. Going to, you know and 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 sometimes it's like, oh, isn't that interesting? The story is a little different than what I was being told. Yes. (laughs) And so now, right? As we go, it's like I've even had to say, like, well, if I email your teacher, is that gonna be the same story she's gonna tell me? (laughs) Yeah. And then, well, you know. And then he'll kind of add more details. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Well, I appreciate more information. Yeah, <laughs> clearly there's more yeah. to it, you know.
0: Um, but I think in all of the things that we're talking about today, from a parenting perspective, I think the, my kids, can you hear my kids? They are just being loud and obnoxious. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I love it. From a parenting perspective, I think we have two, responsibilities to stand next to our children. I mean, obviously we have way more responsibilities. I'm saying like in no. this, in this in, regard, in this, yeah. to stand next to them, to not stand in front of them and bulldoze their way to mm-hmm. not stand behind them and feed them to the wolves. And we'll see what happens. Right. Um, just stand next to them, partner with them mm. from an early age of, right. Whether it's in a physical way of, you know, letting your six-year-old go out and play in the front yard with not as much supervision. Maybe there's one parent out for the neighborhood kids instead of every single parent hovering over every single thing or whatever, you know, help create a capacity to navigate that situation Mm -hmm. or from an emotional stance or from, you know, whatever Stand next to them and believe in them and show them that we believe in them, that they can figure this out and they can create the skills. And when they mess up, which they will, it's okay to say, I'm sorry, or do whatever it is that you have to do and, and help teach them. I think as I'm even saying this, one of the biggest things that, has kept us from doing that is as parents not wanting to fail if my kid messes up yeah it means I failed yep and not giving our kids the ability to mess up in any way because Mm -hmm. we don't want to look bad and we don't want to feel like I have failed I I so often I I have talked over the years because I have most of I'm the old Jim and I are both the oldest in our families. And so we have younger siblings, cousins, whoever, who are having babies now, and we have the benefit of wisdom. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, but one of the things that I have heard so many times over the years is. Um, when my kids, when the, when their kids have play dates of, Oh my gosh, Bobby is is the mean kid. He hits the other kids. Like, am I a terrible parent? I'm such a, like, how do I stop this? How do I make this stop? Dude, two-year-olds hit. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. that's what happens. And, but there's this like fear of, oh my God, I have the hitter. I'm the, I'm the parent that has the hitter. No, man. Every two-year-old at some point is a hitter. Like you can't shelter them until they stop hitting. You've got to do the play dates and do the thing. So that they learn that hitting isn't okay. Yeah. And there's that fear in that whatever in us as moms in this world of comparing and competition of I can't be the one that has that kid. And we're creating mm. not good things. Yes,
1: it's so true. That's so true. Because that's where too, I remember a couple of times where it was like, well, yeah, you got clobbered then. Because some yeah. other kid was like, hell no, bam, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And you're, I remember a couple of times going, yeah, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> because yeah. that needs to, you know, we're like, yeah, it doesn't feel good, does it? So you should probably yes. stop it.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. All mm-hmm. that. We yeah. can't, we can't cocoon these people at, at two years old or 20 years old to the point that they don't get to learn life's lessons. Like no matter in, in the whole array of what life's lessons are, we, we can't. And, and it's, it's, it's like the, the, the very antithesis of what it feels like to be a mother. Yeah. I want to protect from all the things,
1: right. Right. All of
0: them, the sadness, the disappointment, the whatever, all of it hmm. That's who I am in the core of myself. But that is fucked up. That's well, and it's not going to make them good humans, right? Yes. Like that's the and
1: if that was a phrase that we literally just I had to say, it again, it comes up sort of cyclical. Yes. In our life. And I said to Aaron, because he is one that if he gets a little bit of pushback on unimportant things, yeah. he's like, whatever. Okay, fine. I'm not gonna I'll just take yeah. care of it. And, and I finally had to say again, that is what is making a bad human. Yes. <laughs> like we have to stay the course and like not allow that resistance to push us off from doing the job that needs to be done yeah. because otherwise we're making bad humans. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah. okay, all right, back at it again, you know, yeah. and, and sometimes it does take that little bit of ebb and flow. Yes. You know, and reminder. Yes. Um, and I well, will say... Re- oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. The, the, um, one of the things I valued a lot when we had young ones is that we had other people in our lives that were in a similar place. Yes. And we all had the ability to be open enough to talk about the different things, the things that were hard or the things seeing each other parent and realize um, I have, you know, those were the moments where I sometimes would realize like your kid can buckle themselves. What? Like I don't have to buckle them. Oh my God. You know? And then it was like, Oh, Oh, it's on. They're buckling themselves now. This is, this is happening or like, wait, your kid can put their own shoes on or their own, whatever. Like, Oh, I've been still doing that for them. You know? Or like, I remember, (laughs) With Jehu, I made him have a sippy cup because he had young siblings that would spill his cup. And yeah. and there was a point where I started seeing his peers like they don't have a lid on their drinks. And yeah. suddenly going like, Okay, you know what? I'm doing this for my own convenience. Yes. And I'm not making him able and capable. And this is this is on that's on me. And yeah. so then I had to start doing the like sorry, sorry, bud. like, here's your cup without a lid. Cause you don't need it. And yeah. even if it means I'm picking up spills sometimes, because yes, you know, like that's going to happen, but like, I can't parent to the lowest common denominator and, and have to realize that. And it was because I was able to observe other parents. Yes. of Kids that had kids in our same age range and being able yes. to glean back and forth. what, You were capable of, you know, and it would kind of push us to push our kids in good ways, in healthy ways of like, oh, you're totally able to do this. It's time now. Like, it's time for me not to do it and you to do it. And and it was so helpful. to have those other people to glean from. And
0: when did we switch to. Being okay with our kids, like sharing the struggle. When did we then become not okay with sharing the hard things with our kids so that we could learn from one another? Like it came to a point of, first of all, obviously wanting to protect their privacy and their insecurity mm-hmm. or whatever. I get that. But a little bit more, it was wanting to protect ourselves from yes. people seeing where we felt like it was because we were falling short, but really that was just the next stage of development. Yeah. And like not sharing with my friend, we're really struggling with this. Yes. It's because I, I do, I've been, I've been at the place of like, when, when, I mean, it's no secret. We've struggled with everything from like A to Z in this household. And, And there were the years of like, Oh my God. I hope nobody knows. I hope nobody (laughs) like, right. I don't want them to know that. Oh my God. Jordan has seen porn. Like, sure. I don't want people to know. Right. Even though everybody
1: else, that's the stupid lie is that everybody else is on some level within those period of years. Absolutely in the same boat. Yes. And everyone is just alone. Because yes. they're afraid they are the only
0: ones. Suffering in silence. Yes. But if we, if we, if we were still okay with sharing that through the stages of development and, and that's everything. That's, you know, from the hitting age to the buckling yourself and the, you oh, know, God, all yes. the way through. Yep. yep. Without, without like putting our kids in a position of, of really uncovering like some deep things. Like there's, but you yeah. don't always have to be specific. No. And I think and that's the other thing.
1: Agreed. But I also think you have to have, you got to have at least somebody. Yes. And, and sometimes like, even with stuff that has been hard, um, I remember whether valid or not, like as a parent dealing with yes. my own feelings about whatever, I, um, I was kind of in that state of like, oh, I don't want to uncover, I don't want to tell this thing, but at the same time, like I get to be a person too.
0: Yes. And
1: I finally had to kind of just say that, like, yeah. I remember talking to a friend and saying like, I got to talk to you about this because I'm a person too. So I'm going to ask that you please not share this, but yeah. this is what's going on. And I need perspective. Yes, And, and, and even to our kid individually, to what, whoever it was about, I remember at one point, I literally just had to say that so I'm not telling your business all over town at all, but I'm a person too. And I needed to process yeah. what, how I was feeling about this. Yeah. And so I did talk to, you know, so-and-so and, and this was their perspective and it was really helpful. And um, I'm so grateful that they shared that because they too had been in this experience or, or they yeah. just had this perspective that I hadn't considered or, or yeah. whatever. And it just kind of reminded me over and over, over the years of how important that is. Yeah. That we have each other and it's, everything isn't for everybody. Right. But there are people that have earned that place in our yes. lives and it's important to find them and to cherish them.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Um And be willing to, to be the first one to open up because yes. as we now know, you are very rarely the only one going through that. Oh. On some version.
0: Yes. You
1: know, and
0: you don't have to be alone. Here's a thing to remember if, and you are, you and Aaron are that for us. So I, I, I feel confident in saying this. If I, if you are the person that I feel like I can trust to take this to and get the perspective and all of that, you care as much about my kid as I do. Right. (laughs) (laughs) like if if we have that kind of relationship you're not gonna look at me and be like oh you really screwed up this one didn't you right you're gonna look and and say oh my gosh I love you you're a good mom yes this this is hard what's going on I love them they're a good kid
1: and that's it right like they're able to sometimes speak to like the bigger picture that sometimes we're too close and yeah. get like stuck in the, this right in our face and don't have that zoom out perspective right. that sometimes it takes, right? Like, like that ability. It's the same. Honestly, it's the same in marriage, right? It's the, like, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to have your yeah. person that you can yes. go, Oh my God. And they can go, okay. Yeah. He's being a real dick right now,
0: but yes, <laughs> yeah, Good
1: one. And you know, he is, and that's not yeah. his heart. Right? Oh my
0: gosh. Have we had this exact conversation? Yes. Oh my gosh! Over and, I mean, and over. Yes. Yes. And oh, so necessary and life giving. Oh, and coming full circle back to the yeah. attempted topic of today, which has gone all over. The place. I know. I know. <laughs> no, it's great. But perspective is what allows us to wade these waters and and provide opportunities for our kids to have that autonomy and all perspective from other people to get out of the weeds and be like yes this part is hard but they're a good kid you're a good mom this is normal this is it it provides that confidence in us to be able to let our kids build that confidence in themselves and If we're, if we're, and I've been there, like I, oh, <laughs> better than most people. I've been in the place of like insulating and handling in house Yep. because it was survival mode and that was my chosen way of survival. But then to open up the doors and be able to I'm kill a kid, Get, Go away. Go get coffee. Get out. No, so rude. No idea. No idea. Anywho, um, being just the freedom that comes once you do have that support, and then all of a sudden it's like eye opening and your kids get to feel support from more than just you and they get to it's huge. It's so
1: huge. It's so huge and it's so reassuring Mm. because you remember and realize that other people have your back. Yes. And that sometimes they even see stuff that we
0: don't. Yes. And
1: are able to love our kids through stuff in ways that we can't speak to the same way. Like we're mom, I roll, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but when you hear it from this other person, it's like that maybe has in their own life been through something like that. that I can't relate to suddenly it's a whole ball. It's a game changer. Yeah. And, and I'm just so grateful for that. And so I think that's,
0: A big key. It is. It really is. And I'm very aware whenever I have this conversation that not everybody has people. Yep. And that's really tough. Like to know that whatever life circumstance, there may be people who just don't have a person. Yeah. Yeah. And all I can ever think to say is in that situation, I'm sorry, do whatever you have to do to find one.
1: Like, Well, and that's it is it's like, I do feel like I hate that. Mm-hmm. And I also think
0: keep trying. Yes. Keep yeah.
1: trying. And if there's something in you that's closed off, you know, try to keep addressing that yeah. because the, the value that comes from it is worth the work it's worth it it's worth the
0: effort absolutely (sighs) good stuff it is good yeah it (laughs) is (laughs) so
1: we're trying right we're all in there and we're trying and i do i will say i do love somebody had told me if you're asking yourself if you're a good parent then you are because the shitty ones don't ask. That's right.
0: <laughs> so that is right. If you're asking, if you're a good parent, take a deep breath. You are. <laughs> yes. And if there is a, this is something that I think, I don't know, maybe we learn this in therapy, but someone recently said if there's a nagging like if you ask yourself if you're a good parent yes you are because you asked if there's something in the back of your head that says well i would be if this mm. and it's a nagging over and over and over a you're still a good parent because everybody right. has and this but yeah. b if you need to address that then do it then do it's it. not too late it's not right. it's not like Oh, I could be a good parent. If this great, at least you know what it is. Deal with it. Now's the time. (laughs) So yeah. Anywho.
1: That's a good one. That's so true too. Cause how many times, and then you think, I don't know,
0: uh, uh, uh," but just do it. And some of it, some of that in the back of your head is just bullshit expectations that aren't reality and address that and accept that this is pressure. That's not real. Yeah. Because maybe that's all it takes. Anyway, we could go on for days about that topic. I know. but And we have talked about all the topics today. I know. It's true. It's okay. It was all good stuff. Yeah. And we love you. Yes. We're all in this together, man. We, That's right. Oof, we need each other. We need these spaces to talk about, work through all these things. So... That's right. What we're here for, because fucking everything's not fine at all. <laughs> at all. <sighs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any other wrap ups? No. Nope, we, we will be we've covered. It. We will be on our socials this week. We will be on the Instagram. We will put up some blurbs from this. Let us know what's connecting. What's hitting home respond react block us because you don't want to hear any more about this shit whatever (laughs) yeah all of the above all right have a good week yep absolutely oh how do you stop recording